Welcome to The Mortgage Life, a space for down-to-earth conversations about how mortgages contribute to your life. Well, that sounds canned and maybe a little boring. What? There are so many parts to the mortgage industry and real estate finance we can explore and share with our listeners. Okay, you're right. You're right, Mindy. Our goal is to help secure our clients' financial future. I'm Pete Salamosi. I'm Mindy Bodwin. And I'm Sue Salamosi. We're your hosts. Welcome to The Mortgage Life. Yes. Hello, Bank of Canada. Hello, Bank of Canada. So the Bank of Canada has once again increased its overnight rate or its key interest rate, this time 75 basis points. So the overnight rate is now three and a quarter percent. We can assume that lenders are going to follow the same action and increase their prime lending rate by the same amount. So this would put prime at 5.45%. Right. So usually between the time that the Bank of Canada announces a rate increase and the time that the lenders follow suit, it could be a day. It could be the actual day of. I think we've already seen one lender do this, uh, but it could be to the beginning of next month. So kind of keep an eye out on things. I think it's important to note that 5.45 less whatever, if you're a current variable rate client, 5.45 less whatever your discount is, you know, anywhere from 0.5 to 0.9 to 1%, you're still in that mid to high 4% range, which comparatively speaking with fixed interest rates right now, it's is not terrible. It's getting more expensive, um, but I think fixed and variable are pretty comparable right now. Yeah, really good point. Yeah. Your discount does not change just the prime rate changes. Yeah. And I just wanted to make a quick comment on where we've been historically. Sometimes it's nice to kind of get a grounding. Um, So five-year fixed, um, as Sue was just commenting on where we are with variables. In 2008, right before the financial crisis, we were at 5.89 for a five-year fixed. So we're actually below where we were in 2008. And then to kind of contrast that a bit, if you look at variable rates or the rate of prime, we are higher than where prime has been. So the 20 year average for the rate of prime is about 3.58%. Today we're at 5.45. So you can see that we are a little bit higher. However, historically, since its inception in 1934, we are lower. The average has been 7%. So we're still below the long-term average. That's super interesting. Long-term average of prime rate since 1934 to now, that's nearly a hundred years for an average interest rate to get 7%. Considering that, you know, fixed rates were, where were they, you know, in the 1980s, 13, 18%? 18. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's interesting. It's that's, uh, it's crazy, but 5.45, 5.45 is the (laughs) prime rate of the mortgage lender. So all you variable rate clients, your rate is quoted at prime minus or prime or prime plus. This is the rate prime 5.45. So let's talk about why what's, what's going on. There's a lot of conversation with economists and people out there in the industry talking about what's going on in the world. So, well, I took a quick uh, peek at what the bank of Canada is saying as their why, and they're citing uh, inflation. They're trying to curb inflation. They're still applying that giant brake pedal. 
And the reason why they're saying inflation is so high right now is a result of supply chain disruptions. We're still feeling the effects of COVID-19 and of course, insert the war in Ukraine. So those are the big sort of reasons why inflation is still rearing its ugly head. But then interestingly enough, it cites that Canada is still operating in a state of excess demand. So it's basically overbuying and overspending. And so it's this aspect that they're trying to control with the increased interest rates. This is the, do you need that boat conversation? Right. There, and there has been still a lot of um, demand from Canadian consumers for not only things like boats and SUVs, but um, you know everything under the sun, people are still buying a lot of stuff. They may have excess savings from uh, their savings during the pandemic. So I think that the Bank of Canada is really trying to signal in a very strong manner that we are definitely trying to tamp this down. We're going to bring down people's spending habits that they've acquired over the last couple of years and uh, that they're really serious about it this time. They, they took their time getting here, but now they're serious. Yeah, they are. So one other quick comment I want to make just on the sort of economic side of things um, is that another thing that people are like, so what's the big deal? What's the big deal about inflation? Well, the problem is that the Bank of Canada and in general, all economies in the world, they don't want this inflation to become entrenched in the economy. So when they don't, they don't want it to keep going. Correct. So when prices keep going up, it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So when businesses start pricing products, they price them higher and workers need to afford to live in this new higher priced economy. So they demand higher wages. So this kind of snowballs until all these inflated prices become the norm. This is what they're trying to avoid. And this is what brings it back to that question of psychology, right? The psychology of the buyer. It's you're exactly right. Exactly. So it, it is psychology. It's self-fulfilling prophecy. It all comes down to psychology. So what does that mean then for us as brokers? We get the psychology of the buyer. We're, we're trying to slow down spending. Uh, they're trying to cool off the housing market. And so now here we are as mortgage brokers trying to qualify people at, and what did you say? The minimum qualifying rate you're going to find out there right now is 6.55 qualifying rate. That's contract rate plus 2% uh, because that benchmark rate was made invalid (laughs) a long time ago. Um, So let's, Mm -hmm. let's dive into that piece. Well, and there's two sides to it. One is for those existing mortgage holders in that there'll be potentially a change in their payment. Uh, The other side is what you just mentioned, which is the people that are newly qualifying. So if you're buying a home, if you're redoing a mortgage or switching, those are requiring qualifications. So let's, let's tap into the qualification side. So the qualifying rate has become a complicated conversation. I think for me, as we're going through fixed versus variable, yes, the qualifying rate is 2% above contract. But it's a different rate if it's variable or a different rate if it's fixed, or each lender has a slightly different fixed rate, which makes that different again. So I just want to quick refer back to our episode with Brendan Ogmanson. He suggested a flat qualifying rate. I mean, how much simpler would that be? That would be so nice. Um, it would be simpler for us, for sure. Like our, our minimum qualifying right now is 6.55. For the longest time, how many years were we qualifying at 5.25 as a benchmark? Mm-hmm. And, and we thought that was high. 
right? And now we're we're up here at 6.55 as a minimum. On average, I'd say I'm qualifying in the 7% range. Yeah. Well, and it, in addition to what Mindy said, there's also different rates at one, two, three, four, and five-year fixed terms as well. So without going too far down the rabbit hole, what does that mean for buyers? It means more of a conversation with your mortgage broker. It means more of a conversation about where your money is going if you're spending it on a truck or a boat or on credit card bills. Or Starbucks. I I did. (laughs) I've purchased both of those things this week. (laughs) You bought a boat? No, no, shoes. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) But yeah, and, and to answer your question, what does this mean for mortgage brokers? It means a lot of conversations, a lot of education, a lot of learning and research that we need to do in order to properly educate our clients. Admittedly, this is sort of an uncharted frontier that we're experiencing right now. Never in history have we had the pandemic and the war and the demand and and this exact mixing pot of of economic things that are happening. This has never happened. Um, You know, the Bank of Canada is taking their best educated guess on how to get us out of here. And all we can do is make smart decisions, right? Smart, educated financial decisions. And it's more important than ever that we do that. And it ties back to my approach as a broker, um, where I, I try to focus less on the interest rate and more on the product, more on the end result of the consumer. What is it that you're after? What are your goals in life and with your finances? Because the rates are what they are, right? Like we can we can bark and complain about them as much as we want and make our voices heard to the Bank of Canada. Um, that's just going to tell them whether or not their psychological game is working. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Success. Yeah. But to your point. <laughs> That uh, discussion about your long-term goals, like what is this property about? Is this going to be your forever home or is it a short-term solution? All those things tie into whether you go fixed or variable, whether you go for with a shorter term, shorter term, <laughs> shorter term, I need another copy, short-term, long-term, fixed or variable or adjustable. Those are all certain, certainly valid points. And, and to that conversation as well, you know, for first time home buyers, it means longer term planning, more in-depth planning. So going to see a mortgage broker for your first time, you're not necessarily going to qualify right out the gate. You may have to come up with a strategic plan to figure out, you know, how, how long it's going to take and what are the steps you're going to have to make in order to make home ownership a reality. You know, right. Longer, longer term savings for the down payment, maybe slightly, slightly higher down payment. Just again, a whole new frontier here. Yeah, it, it definitely feels overwhelming right now. As mortgage brokers, that, that's where we're here to help. We're here to help with that conversation and maybe try to make it feel a little less overwhelming. If you go back, I, I want to refer back to our episode with Brendan Ogbenson because I think there's a lot of gems in there um, in our conversation. He was talking about how the Bank of Canada overnight rate would be as could be as high as 3% before the end of the year. Now, here we are. Uh, not quite in the middle of September, and we're we've already passed that. We're at three point two five now. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the Bank of Canada has strongly signaled that they will continue this path. So in- increasing rates. Yeah, we could keep climbing, and we don't know where it's going to stop. Right? It it really, I think, it's going to depend on how the economy reacts. I mean, it would be nice for the Bank of Canada to give us a minute to take a breath, 
give us give us some stabilization over the next couple of announcements so that we can kind of get our heads on straight. Well, it's it would be nice for the uh, the results of these rate increases to be able to be shown in statistics. It usually takes a few months for those to to be borne out. So they are being very aggressive about this. They're talking about being aggressive. So we're definitely going to see a little bit of short-term pain to get to the stats that show that what they're doing is potentially working. This is correct. And we have another interest rate announcement next month, October 26th. I was just going there and we have one more in December. I think our conversation in December is going to be very interesting uh, just to, just to see where, where things play out in the next couple of months here. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about uh, the a few different types of rates that you might have. If you have a fixed rate mortgage right now, nothing changes. Your rate is your rate until the end of your contract. If you've got a variable rate mortgage, that will typically have a static payment. And your static payment should stay the same unless you have reached what's called the trigger rate, in which case your trigger rate might have been exceeded by this particular rate increase. And if it has, you'll get notification from your lender that your payment has to go up in order to be able to cover not just the interest, because the trigger rate is the point at which your payment becomes interest only. So they're going to want to cover not only that interest, but a little bit of payment. It's so complicated. It's so complicated. It's so complicated. That's one. If you've got an adjustable rate mortgage, your mortgage payment will increase with this increase. Uh, And I just did a few quick calculations. It's about $43 per month per $100,000 in mortgage. So there you go. I just wanted to talk about those three those three scenarios just so that everyone knew. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I mean, people, just a quick point, people do get variable and adjustable mixed up. Uh, quite often we just call an adjustable mortgage a variable mortgage, but the majority of mortgages that are tied to prime are actually variable rate mortgages. So for, for most people, the, the payment will be changing. But again, like Pete said, watch for that communication from your specific lender. Yeah. And if you've got questions, reach out. We're always happy to help and answer questions and talk about these various fun terms that I love to throw around. <laughs> My head's spinning. It's spinning a little bit. At the end of the day, uh, variable rate clients payments are likely going to be increasing. Um, it's a right. stressful time, definitely. Um, but it is what it is. It's, it's happening. We're all going through it, each and every one of us. And again, it's just a time to make those sound financial decisions and talk to I professionals. Gonna, I thought you're going to say make, make those sounds like uh, crying sounds. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to start crying. No, <laughs> don't cry. Don't oh gosh, cry. we're all in this together. <laughs> we are. I'm pretty sure our mortgage payment went up, Pete, oh, or it's going to increase for sure. <laughs> we're still believers in that variable rate side. So <laughs> I know I'm looking at doing a double HELOC here and I'm like, oh boy, that's going to be a doozy, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not going to yep. stop me. Yeah, for sure. Have the conversation. Listen back to some of our previous episodes on this and uh, stay tuned. This is The Mortgage Life. We look forward to continuing the conversation. So come back and listen.